The following program was produced by a community producer. and welcome to 02148. My name is Mike Sharon. I am your host for the evening on this Tuesday, September 19th, the final days of summer 2023. And we have a great show for you tonight. You know, every year the Bread of Life has an annual walk and this year's uh, probably a, just a little bit more special. It's, it's in memory of founder Tom Fagley, who was of course the executive director for many decades and uh, sadly passed away earlier this year. And here tonight to discuss Tom and all things Bread of Life is the current executive director, my good friend, Miss Gabriella Stelmack. Welcome to the program. Thanks, Mike. Great to be here again. It's great to be here. You're a frequent guest to the program. Yeah. We always appreciate when you come here and lots to talk about. Yeah. Thanks for bringing Bread of Life on because uh, you know so much about it and so much has been happening. <laughs> Oh my God, we were, we were talking a little bit before the show started, like there's just no way we can cover everything <laughs> uh, that's going on. But certainly uh, uh, right in our, our front mirror here is uh, the bread, the walk, the annual walk that Bread of Life does every year. And of course, it's very special this year, obviously. Um, we lost Tom Fagley mm -hmm. earlier this year, mm -hmm. so the walk is in his memory. Um, talk about a little bit about Tom himself, um, I know we've, they've heard this story many times, certainly when you were uh, on the show previously, but uh, I think it, it has a little more profoundness to it all these days. Yeah, Tom, uh, he's, well, we, I worked with him for years, and yep. um, he started at Bread of Life, I, um, something like 1984, before it was even Bread of Life. And I had heard about the uh, about the ministry at St. Paul's Episcopal right around the corner when I was down in the Cape. And I came up and moved to Malden to be part of that church and to find out about this program. Well, <laughs> you were on a completely different track as far as occupation. Yeah, I was working right? in, in uh, marine biology, actually biochemistry, yeah, down in Woods Hole and then at Harvard. So, yeah, but I felt the Lord calling me into um, mission work. And I, but I wanted to stay in Boston, and Tom was there. He was, he was already, you know, running what was then like the the St. Uh, Paul's uh, meals, and at at St. Paul's Church. 
um, and he interviewed me and ended up, um, you know, proving me to be hired as a homeless advocate. Um, but when I saw him, I shared this story at his, we had a beautiful, as you know, um, memorial service for him at the Malden High. That's right. Um, in, on June, the first uh, weekend of June. And uh, we were all wearing berets because Tom used to love color. He was an artist yeah. and he was a servant of humanity and he did both things. So he loved color, he loved making things all the time. All my memories of Tom were either making food to give to people and to deliver people or making all kinds of crafts, jewelry and little felt hearts, um, so many things, and of course a wonderful painter. So lately for the walk, the past many years, we've been doing them in honor or memory of someone. So sure. of course that was natural. We asked the, his family, his, his brother and his um, his nephew and his family to do that, and they were thrilled. So it'll be a great celebration. We're gonna have the t-shirts in orange with purple lettering because those are his favorite colors, were orange and purple. Oh. And if you ever were at his house and saw the walls, um, yeah, he loved being surrounded by color. And also, um, you know, his family had shared that whenever he came to visit them in New Hampshire, he always wanted like pizza and ice cream. And he always, like for his birthday, it would either be cheesecake we'd get him or ice cream. And ice cream. Ice cream was. That was number one. Yeah. And various times at the food pantry when people were getting so hot, waiting in line for their groceries on those really hot summer days, he would be out there passing out, you know, hoodsies or Klondike bars. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. and you, as you mentioned, that they had a beautiful celebration of his life yeah. uh, at Malden High earlier this summer. I encourage everybody to go on uh, YouTube or the mm -hmm. UMA's uh, YouTube page and just, just plug in Tom Fagley's Celebration of Life. It's uh, a wonderful honor. And, of course, you spoke. You did have the beret. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was many uh, family members, close friends. Um, including the mayor, who, by the way, yeah. will be joining us yeah. about yeah. midway through the show to share some of his thoughts and memories of Tom. So uh, we're going to see uh, uh, the mayor, Gary Christensen, on in, in just a little bit. But yeah. Um, yeah, so if people want to come, we've had a tremendous outpouring of sponsorships for mm. the walk because I think because of, of Tom's, you know, so. to trying to honor him and. Um, he, because he was the, obviously St. Paul's had started the program, but then it spun off into this nonprofit. He was the director, and um, he embodied that spirit of, of service and humility, you know, just very humble. Um, people could meet him even recently, and they'd be like, oh, is this a, is he a volunteer? Is he a dinner guest? That's right. Because he, yeah. he dressed very casually. He was an artist and always, like I said, working with his hands. So, and he had the, the, the hair. long natural hair. Yes. So he would never put himself forward with, um, you know, his position. But he led the organization and um, had that heart for, you know, serving, especially the people that were the most pushed to the side. And that meant people with addictions, people who were homeless, so we had always had that, uh, for the very beginning, 
in the early days of St. Paul's also, the people who came in that made the church respond and say, we have to do something, were some homeless people. So that homelessness crisis has always been part of our mission too. Yeah. Yes, we are uh, food for the body, nurture for the soul, but that element of um, that really at risk and, and, and uh, overlooked population a lot of times where people literally don't want to, um, uh, to look at you and to have to deal with the fact that you have no place to live. Um, Tom would go right to people on the street with sandwiches that he would make and oh, I, bring from the dinner. If they couldn't get to our dinner, he'd go down and deliver them. Yeah. I mean, that was it. He, he, he gravitated towards those marginalized in our society, mm -hmm. and um, he, was, he was a man of action. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, and he just he just personified all that you just you just said. He was a giver, um, and he's missed. So we're doing this walk, and mm -hmm. as you said, people can join. I'm. Mm -hmm. It was a run mm -hmm. for many years as well. There's no run this time. No Although you're welcome I, I, to run. We walk. It's, it's October first, which is a Sunday. It starts at noon. We'll be down at the at the entrance to the. Park, not not the ball field, but where the uh, caretaker's house is, where it's all wooded. So the oh, entrance, a, yeah. uh, that general area. Yeah. Um, so not in the picnic uh, area that we've had it in no. the past? No. Okay. We will, when we end, we'll be up in the picnic area for the ice cream and pizza and so on. Uh, and But we'll, no, we'll register down at the base there and people can park across the street. We have permission to do that. And then we walk the sidewalks down Main Street, Sylvan, Lebanon Forest. And then we'll come back and have the pizza and the ice cream. We're going to have an ice cream truck. Yeah, it's, um, it's a great day. So uh, people can go. I don't know if we can, I guess we can't zoom in on this. But. Online is the easiest way to, if you go to our okay. website, breadoflifemalden.org, and um, click on events. There we go. Good. Yeah, you can um, register online and indicate what size t-shirt you want. Um, or of course, people are welcome to show up that day and register. It's $25 for adults and then uh, I believe it's 10 for the um, teens and under six is free. So, um, and this is rain or shine because we did have yeah, rain last year. We did have rain. Remember? Last year. Uh, yeah, it still was fun. We have it some was... tents. Actually, we still did it. It was it was okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, hoping for nicer weather, but you know we'll deal. Tom with walked many times in the rain, as did I and all the rest of the board members. It wasn't the first time. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But this certainly is a special one. Yeah. Um, so that's going on. That's October first, which is less than two weeks. I can't believe it. I know, huh? And then, 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 boom! We're into the uh, holiday season. Wow! Right with the yeah. I don't want. But but before that, I should talk about our comedy fundraiser. Please do, please because do. Because that is um, a little sooner. What did I do with September twenty eighth? Okay, thank you. Did I put the flyer up here on nah, that? At I probably all, devoured it. At some oh, point. okay, you devoured it. All right. Well, it's at Giggles. Yeah. Uh, Prince uh, Pizza up on Route One there. And oh, I'm sorry, there's Gabby three comedians. Oh, there it is. Artie Januario, who is very funny. Yes, um, the pharmacist. Yeah, Artie the pharmacist. Yes, yes. Tony V and Johnny Pizzi, who's there a lot. And that's 
$40 per person, so it's again a benefit for Bread of Life and uh, all the pizza you can eat. And um, it's a good time just to laugh. You know, sometimes you just need to laugh. So, oh, comedy nights um, are great. Please join us. It's a Thursday night. Doors open at 6. Um, and then the show was at 8. And that is the Thursday, you know, three days later is the walk. Yeah. So, <laughs> a, lot, a lot going on. And there's, yeah. there's been a lot going on. How about an update? On the building. Yeah, the building and the progress is so exciting. Again, we try to keep pictures on our on our website. And if you actually walk down the Northern Strand Community Trail, the bike path, um, to the what's going to be the front uh, main entrance to our building at 54 Eastern. So it's near where you um, come to the um, the diner and Mass Lock. It's it's near where the bike path um, crosses Main Street. Uh, there's a construction poster and it has a QR code. And if you scan that, it'll go to the site where you could see some pictures. So, yeah, we're putting up siding. So it's three floors. First two floors are all Bread of Life programs, our multi service hall for our dinner program mm -hmm. and for the waiting area for the food pantry, which will now be like a little superette. It'll be client, you know, choice. You could come in oh, wow. and you could pick the items that you need. Because, of course, in Malden and in Everett, too, the, our pantry serves um, residents of 13 cities. So the majority is Malden, Everett, sure. Melrose, um, Medford. But um, you, you will be able to pick the foods that your family can use. Oh, wow. Because there's so many different cultures. We have majority Asian uh, cultures in uh, Malden that are using the pantry. So. Each one has different, you know, uh, vegetables and fruits yeah. and um, uh, other products that they want to use. So that's our really been a big goal for a long time. This walk-in, this fridges and freezers. Under um, one roof, which is under the, one right, roof. everything. Then our warehouse for the food and our offices and conference room on the second floor. And then the third floor is all going to be owned and operated by our housing partner, again, Homelessness and housing has been the biggest factor, um, and the cost of housing driving food insecurity. Sure. It's the cost of living, and housing is the biggest factor of that. And it's so expensive that there are people who just, they cannot afford housing. So um, Metro North Housing Corp, uh, which already owns two um, subsidized uh, properties for uh, homeless individuals, one's for college students and one's for just general single uh, adults, men and women, uh, both in Malden. They are going to own and operate the third floor, 14 units and wow. people, each unit is a complete unit. It's a studio apartment. You got your cooking area, your uh, <sighs> washer dryer, everything you need. Um, there's two handicap accessible units. And uh, there will be, because people are always asking me this, there is a, an entire process for the tenant selection where there will be um, an application coming out. Sure. And then there will be a time to receive those and process them. And then everyone who's qualified will go into a lottery and they'll choose the 14 residents and everybody else will go automatically onto a waiting list. But people can live there indefinitely. Incredible. Um, and what a long struggle it's been. Yeah. Right? Um, well, where are we uh, as far as progress and 
Construction. And the grand construction. Yeah. You've always so been able to putting finish my sentence. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're putting the siding on. Um, inside, we're just making sure all the electrical, so we're doing what's called rough, rough MEP, this is the mechanical, electrical, oh, you know, so HVAC. Very that, oh, yeah. Huh? I even have been wearing a hard hat. I, we have construction <laughs> meetings every week. And you wear the hard hat. And you have to, if you go on site, you got to wear oh, the hard yes, hat. Oh, yes, of course. So that's fun. Um, I got to get a picture of myself wearing the hard hat, <laughs> a selfie. Um, so uh, electrical, um, you know, the, uh, the mechanical. Sure. We're getting ready for to put in the exhaust for the, the kitchen. There's a huge... Um, uh, you know, fire suppression system and exhaust system for the for our whole commercial kitchen, um, and then we're waiting for the roof. That's the next big thing. We, it's, right now, there's just a, a membrane on there, and we're waiting for the roofer to come in. I hope that'll be in a week, and then we can finish. You know, start really working on that third floor of the apartments. Um, so if you go in now, you'll still see all everything's just the, the two board two, two by fours. Everything's framed out, but there's no drywall in. But outside, you'll see bit by bit the siding going on. Sure. Wow, it's exciting. Yeah, it really is. It's very uh, exciting. It's exciting to go to work. It's always been exciting to go to work, right? Good yes, and bad. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a blessing, you know. You know, God gave me the call, the work to do, and I'm still here as long as He wants me doing it. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Um, if we could just go back a little bit, you talked about the first time uh, the call that you you. you Felt you were being called by God to come, and you interviewed with Tom. Yeah. Tom Fagley. It started your wonderful relationship. And I was struck, I was listening to, and again, I encourage everybody to go to the UMA YouTube page mm. and check out the celebration of life, Tom Fagley. It was uh, wonderfully done earlier this year over at Malden High School. Mm. And um, many close friends and family spoke. And of course, Gabby went up there, and I was, I was just taken aback. Uh, I, I believe, I don't want to. I'm paraphrasing that you would trust him with your life, and I thought that was wow, so powerful. Yeah, when it's you know, I have four sisters. I never had a brother, um, and Tom and I did work together. I mean, I came on staff doing the advocacy in '88. He had already been there four years, and. We worked together until 2018. Mm -hmm. And I always felt, it wasn't like Tom and I were like, oh, let's, you know, go down to Hugh O'Neill's and have a beer or something. It wasn't that kind of a, right. but it was like having a brother where you, you felt like if, if something happened, like if something bad happened to me or if I was in jail or if I, you know, anything, we were like, who, who would, who would be, you call? yeah, and it'd be like, yeah, Tom. Then that's how I felt. Like he was so true blue, like just a very solid, trustworthy, very honest person. He had integrity. Yes. He exuded. Didn't that. say things and then do something different. He, what he believed, he did. To the best of his ability. Yeah. So he, what you, what you saw in Tom is, is what you got. Um, it's a rare thing. It's a person that was very humble and had that kind of integrity. I'd say you could trust him. You know, there was never any shadow of a doubt about him with anything in terms of his integrity with any any aspect of dealing with bread of life matters, 
um, and just uh, being uh, a compassionate friend. Mm -hmm. Very nicely said. And I, I also found it interesting because I thought this as well that Tom, and you could, Tom was a great storyteller, yeah. but you also described him as a quiet person. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it's like, well, mm -hmm, isn't that mm -hmm. at odds? But no, but there was an aura of a quietness, a humility yeah. that just preceded him when you were in his presence. And yet, you know, a wonderful sense of humor and, and, and again, the way he could tell a story. But I just, I thought that was a wonderful contrast that you brought up. Yeah, because he was an introvert. He was an artist, yeah. a wonderful painter, always making jewelries and crafts. And, and yes, you're right, there was, it was like these two sides. He really loved telling stories, yes. especially in later years when he had that house in Belize with some other guys that they had built. And he loved, you know, the children there and um, teaching them different arts. And they taught him some of their arts, uh, some of the people in that community in Belize. Um, and he loved talking about that uh, and all his experiences down there and even thinking of, of uh, you know, what about a food program down there? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he was an introvert. And the poem that Ron asked me to look at, uh, that, you know, Tom wrote poetry to, and he had said, he had once asked me to set some to music, because uh, I'm a musician, and I said, well, Tom, tell me what your concept is. Like, sing something for me. <laughs> but he absolutely could not sing a, <laughs> at all. He knew his limitations. <laughs> he could not sing at all. So I never could figure out what the tune was. So I'm like, I don't know what to do with Tom. <laughs> but now his family said, go ahead and write something. And the poem that Ron, uh, Ron Cox. This is Ron Cox who's doing a. The documentary a doc on Tom. Yeah, yeah. Is, is about listening. It's about sitting in silence and listening to someone's story. And Tom mainly would, would listen. He could be very, very silent in any meeting and not be speaking. He, wanted, he would listen and see what other people had to say. Regardless of what he was the director, he was reluctant to speak. He was more interested in listening, which again is a very rare thing, a good thing to imitate. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wonderful quality. Um, I speak my own experience. I mean, I had so many great conversations with Tom. And, and I got to say this, it, uh, the last few years of my mom's life, you were aware, were, were difficult years as her health declined. Yeah. There was never a time that I ever saw Tom where he didn't lead with how, how my, my mother was. Uh, Every single time. Yeah. It was like, I, was, I wasn't even thinking of my mom. You know, and he would always put mm -hmm. her to the forefront mm -hmm. in our relationship. And I just said, you know, I just, it just meant a lot to me. Mm -hmm. That's the type, of, well, type yeah. of person he was. Um, but anyways, and that's why we're having this, you guys are having this wonderful mm -hmm. uh, walk mm -hmm. in his memory. Um, again, that is October 1st, which is just now a week from this Sunday, I guess. Uh, is that correct? I think so. Uh, today's, today's the 19th. I think <laughs> It we can. sure is. Yeah. yeah, you're right. And before that, Thursday evening, comedy night up at Giggles, correct? Yeah. Um, Which is the Prince Pizza on Route Prince 1 South. Prince Pizza, September yeah. 28th yeah. with Artie Januario, who is the pharmacist, uh, Tony V, and Johnny Pizzi. Yeah. Um, which is a great night. That's always fun. So doors open at 6 p.m., show at 8. They can get tickets Again, right on the website. Again, online. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that they're, well, there's probably going to be some that, that night. I won't guarantee it. Better to get them online. I already got mine. 
and I'm waiting on some uh, friends who uh, want to join. So wonderful. And uh, while we're at it, yeah. I'm not even going to get into Thanksgiving because uh -oh. that's a huge <laughs> thing. But um, later in the month of October, I believe October 27th, there's going to be a benefit concert for the Bread of Life and Housing yeah. Families to benefit both organizations. Yes. Uh, with a piano music of Pixie. Yes. Um, from 5.30 to 8.30. Again, that's October 27th. I'm not sure what day of the week that is, but it is at the Sanborn House. I've got a feeling it's another Thursday, but it's a beautiful historic house yes, in Winchester. Winchester. Yeah. Winchester Savings Bank has been great to us at donating toward our building oh. project and housing. And um, Lou Gentilly from, from that bank is on our board of directors. Sure. And he thought, you know, that he wanted to recommend Housing Families and Bread of Life to be beneficiaries of this. Um, so it's, a, a, yeah, it's, it's a fundraiser and a chance for people to learn more about Bread of Life. And it also will be a very a nice and classy affair. Pixie is, um, she has her own business, but she also is a musician. She plays Wonderful. beautiful piano. And mm -hmm. I think she's also going to have some of her students play. So, so is that formal attire? Should I? I, I think you could go I just could. the way you are. <laughs> You're looking very formal. Thank you. Well, I just give uh, Tom his due. Uh, <laughs> um, so that so lots of things coming up for the Bread of Life. Uh, again, that's October 27th. Save the date. Go to the yeah. website. Go to events. Yes, that's happening. Um, a little bit about Tom. You know, he wore so many hats and he did so many things. We were speaking um, a little bit before the show that were under the radar. They just did out of the goodness of heart. Mm -hmm. Many that we don't even know about, but yeah, yeah. I'm sure that you were aware and found out about later. But um, you also said that the love, the love of his life in many ways regarding the bread of life was the evening meal. Could mm -hmm. you speak to that mm -hmm. a little bit on mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. that meant to Tom? Just the, it's about meeting people in their need and feeding them. But you just I'm said sorry, it. I'm <laughs> You said it. The Tom was so, so good at it. It was the heart of, uh, you know, let's say uh, as a round figure, Bread of Life distributes about a million meals a year. Mm -hmm. Most of that, the lion's share, it goes out through our pantry programs. Malden base, the Everett ones, the backpack, the grocery delivery, uh, you know, we, but the meals have a special place because it is a community. We have volunteers coming in from all different churches, uh, high schools, businesses, rotary clubs, serving, preparing and serving, and then people come in, people who live in places that don't have cooking facilities, people who are without a home. Um, you know, senior citizens that just, uh, it's difficult for them to cook and they don't have any motivation to cook just for themselves. Um, and it's a time to socialize, to play mahjong or to, you know, just uh, to, to well, have that companionship. Yeah. And that's why it, it's so important. Um, and Tom, yes, many times after the dinner, I think it wore on him but if the dinner was is done at 6.30 and we'd be, you know, clear out at 7, he would stay and he would make more sandwiches and bring them to people that he knew that were homeless that weren't there. They didn't come to the dinner. He would bring it to them. Um, and as you mentioned, another thing he did under the radar was I know, just because I knew him personally, that right. there were people that were homeless that he let stay and sleep on his couch. 
you know, sometimes for weeks and sometimes for months. Yeah. Not surprising. Not surprising. Yeah, I mean, so he was very sacrificial. He sacrificed himself a lot in his, his comforts, his personal space. He, as I had shared at his, his celebration of life, he, he knew when you love people, because like we always say, well, everybody should love each other. Well, love is hard. Love isn't always easy. Sometimes you have those feelings of, oh, I, I, I love you, Mike, you know. Mm. And other times you do not, you know. <laughs> You're like, I this person, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. And there are people who are hard to love, and there yeah. are also uh, demands that can be or made on us yeah. by family, friends, and strangers that are hard for us to swallow. Mm. And it's not like we have to step up to the plate on everything. We know that. We have to have wisdom. We have to have discernment. Sure. But Tom let himself be, you know, pushed out of his comfort zone and say, yeah, if you, you know, if you actually love people, there's a price to pay. You, you're going to give up something mm. to help that relationship and to, to help that person move to another level. Sure. And he was willing to do that on a very basic gut level. And we're commanded to love one another. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, Tom certainly did that. He was uh, willing the good of others constantly in his life. Mm -hmm. um, well, we have a little treat tonight, actually. Uh, you remember the old show. We've been doing 02148. Uh, thanks to, sure by the do. way, Ed Lucy. We did Lucy. it for years for Bread of Life. Yeah. And we had the old show called Giving Back. Um, I think it ran from 08 to 2008 to 2012, and uh, we highlighted all things Bread of Life, and that's when I got involved and joined the board and whatnot, but we did a show down here and uh, had many guests on, and we had Tom Fagley on, I think, and um, we have a clip here. I believe it's from, it was early on. We did about 30 shows, and this was the sixth or seventh episode maybe. Okay. I want to say late 2008, uh, maybe early 2009, a good 15 years ago anyway. My, I had more hair and of course Tom had his <laughs> luscious locks. Uh, You're jealous. <laughs> I was, I was. I had hair envy. Um, but uh, Stephanie, our director tonight, is that clip ready to go? You have a nice treat for folks. This is Tom yeah, and I back in it. 2008, I believe. Okay. If we can go, go back a little bit, what led you to uh, the Bread of Life organization? It was around before you, is that correct? Uh, well, it was around I mean, before I got before, involved. If not before you I, were born, uh, before you got involved. I was working at the uh, mental health clinic here in Malden, Tri-City Mental Health, and I was the coordinator of the, what, what, a program called The Gathering Place, which was a psychiatric social club drop-in program, uh, and overheard some of our guests, uh, some of our members actually, who were talking about, I'll see you tonight at St. Paul's, and I have big ears when I need them, and I <laughs> asked them what that was about. They said that they went to St. Paul's on Wednesday nights and they had dinner there, and I asked if they were members of the parish, the congregation. They said, oh, no, it's okay, it's fine. So I passed that to my supervisor who passed it to the clinical supervisor who asked if I would go there and check it out, and I did. I had a meeting with one of the priests and some of their uh, lay leaders and expressed our concern as the professional mental health people in the community right. about what they might be getting themselves into. Uh, their response to us was, God brings these people to us, God will protect us. 
And when we offered me as their uh, liaison, they thanked us and said, no, thank you. <laughs> um, which I thought was the, the perfect response. And it led me then to start donating food, uh, putting food outside their door, forgetting that they served dinner on Wednesday and I brought there on Saturday, so it didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, and we got a, we actually got a grant that I wrote that uh, some of our members would be doing all of the menu planning, food shopping, uh, menu preparation, serving and cleaning to do a free lunch three days a week in the city of Malden. Uh, it was a this is why you were still with when the other organization? When I was at, at uh, the, the gathering place okay. in Tri-City Community Mental Health. And uh, it was a six-month grant, so I went back to St. Paul's Church as the experts in this and asked them if I could just come and observe their process. How do you, how do you use your kitchen? How do you serve the people? How do you uh, just run the whole show right. and adopt whatever we wanted? So I, I did that. And we served our lunch there two days a week and at the Baptist Church one day, originally one day at the, Meth at the First Lutheran, but proved to be too far from the downtown. And I went there thinking I would volunteer for f the month of December of 1984, figure out what they were doing, and then do our program. And I, I simply never left. <laughs> That's, how it, uh, That's how I got involved. Nice. There you have it. Tom and I back 15 years ago. <laughs> uh, I hope you all enjoyed that. Brings back a lot of great memories with Tom, who was um, so helpful with that show, as everyone was uh, with the Bread of Life organization. Well, we are back, and uh, we have an addition to our family tonight. Surprise guest. Um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the mayor of our fair city of Malden, Mr. Gary Christensen. Mayor, thank you for coming on. Anytime. Anything uh, that has to do with the Bread of Life. <laughs> well, uh, when I was when we were doing this show, and of course the walk is in, in Tom's memory, and uh, I know you said a, a few words as well as the uh, uh, memorial they had the, uh, mm -hmm. celebrating the life of Tom earlier, and I thought it'd be great to come on and share some of your thoughts and memories and uh, uh, of Tom and and how you got involved. Mm. Well, one thing I will say about Tom is that he helped make me the mayor that I am today. I remember vividly working with him and Gabriella, and uh, I just have never forgotten how important it is to remain grounded and dedicated to what we're really supposed to be doing here in this crazy world that we live in. Mm. Nice. So whether it comes to housing or food or justice, I've carried those with me into the mayor's office. So. Anytime we're having a discussion about those issues, I think back to Tom and, and now Gabby and make sure that those issues get just as much uh, credence as some of the other issues that we deal with on a daily basis. And you have, Gary. Thank you. It's, it's really been so uh, great for not just for life, for, for all these community organizations that we're working with all the time to know where you stand. Um, even if people don't agree with you on every right. issue. <laughs> and that includes my mother, yes. Right. <laughs> that to say, you've got the integrity, you've got the vision that it's, in, and the public service. And that, in that way, you're like Tom, too. It's like the humility to say, I'm here to serve. Right. And uh, everyone knows you're legendary about picking up trash. Yeah, and they don't know all the things that you did at Bread of Life and the serving with the, 
you know, things at Thanksgiving and the deliveries that you make personally and all this stuff. And, yeah. you know, we know it's not talk. So just thank you, you know, that's and on, honors Tom to carries on that legacy, as you were saying, Tom is a legacy. Absolutely. And, and you were drawn into it. Yep, and it's not just talk. I mean, thanks to Tom and Gabby, we now have our very own inclusionary zoning ordinance, mm, yeah, which, yeah. you know, anybody that's building eight units or more now is required to set aside 15% of those units wow. for mm -hmm. affordable uh, either rental or ownership. And um, it's not just 80% of AMI, it's 50%. So it's really getting at what... Affordable. Yeah, exactly, what Tom had advocated for. You know, and then the building itself, I mean, you mm. know how long that's been <laughs> in the works. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Ten yeah. years to raise the money. Yeah. And, of course, I've got to thank Gary again because the city oh, gave $1.3 million yeah, of, of funds toward the project. I've lost track in the, just whenever she calls. Whenever she calls, we just <laughs> say, yep. So, well, CBG. Yeah. <laughs> And the, and the ARPA and yeah. the home funds yeah. for the housing. Yeah, and I'm not alone. The city council was so, unanimous yeah. on that as well. So Absolutely. Full support yeah. from right. the city of Malden. Yeah, right. and that's what I remember when I started getting involved in, in and like you said, I think you believe you were uh, Ward 1 city councilor yes. at the time, and um, I ended up joining the board and you became president. Uh, could you talk about the, is that early on, is that when you first met Tom? Do you have a recollection of your early meetings with yeah, I, w I would say it was might yeah. even been on the school committee. I mean, I've been doing oh, this since right. I was a kid. Uh, when I think it was Jerry Robbins wow. was doing it. Yeah, oh way my back goodness! Yeah. The, the yeah. Thanksgiving yes. dinner. Oh yep. my oh, wow. gosh! My yeah. mother and father had insisted that we give back. And he did it on Florence Street. That's right. Yep. And then at the uh, the Methodist Church. Yep. And the, oh my I was gosh. at those when yeah, I was a kid. Jerry. Oh yes. Yeah. And so that had an impact on me where I started to get more involved, which led me to the Bread of Life. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And that's where I got to know you, became the, the board president for a while, and uh, of course had to resign when you got the big job. <laughs> right, don't remind me. Sometimes I wish I hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were God wants you. Um, but yeah, you just, as, as, as Gabby so eloquently said, just been a stalwart of support and uh, for this organization, yeah. and um, and it's great. And some of those things that are happening now are just really the fruits of Tom's labor of life for, for so sure. many mm, years mm -hmm. that are coming to fruition. Yeah, um, they led the effort to help Malden enact an inclusionary zoning ordinance. Now it didn't happen. That was then. way back. Way right. back, remember? And uh, the picketing at Rose that's Quarry. Right. And yep. That's right. At the senior center. We want inclusionaries. But it left collecting yeah. signatures. But I yeah. took that with me. Yeah. Now it took time, as everything does. Sure. But I Her never forgot it because of traction. you know my experience with Tom. And now there's so many. The city council's on board. Obviously, yep. the office for strategic planning and yep. uh, community yep. development, and Alex Pratt and yep. Deb Burke. Yep, it's Just permeated saying, City Hall. Yep. Yeah, we have we had got to do something, and they did it. We actually have a standing office of housing stability. Oh. Yes. So anybody yeah. at any time that needs assistance can call oh. one number. Yeah, for hou housing families. Yes, through housing contract. families. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. It's incredible. Um, it's speaking of housing families and, and organizations like the Bread of Life and speak to. I know you know we talk about the Bread of Life as as you know feeding people in the evening meals, but it, it's just it's just so much 
woven into the fabric of, of Malden and, and many other cities. And, and Gabby and I spoke a little bit about this, just things that they just, they call to action. There's crisis. Currently, there's a, a migrant mm. crisis going mm. on in the city. Could you Not speak to today? that on how these organizations respond um, real time to some of the things that are going on today? And the city. Yeah. yeah. The city. Of course, the city, yeah. Yeah. I but mean, it's just, that's one thing that I've seen throughout my time here uh, in Malden, which has been just about my whole life, that uh, no matter the issue, people are willing to put aside whatever viewpoints they have to help. And that is the case with our, my, you know, the families that are here, um, primarily from Haiti. Right. We've been getting calls and emails asking, you know, including Gabby, how they can help. And so there's no better feeling than that. Yeah. Because I've always told uh, everyone or anyone that will listen, <laughs> we can't do it alone. We, we, we need help, we have to work together. And, uh, well, I know city um, employees helped quite a bit when the first families were put in, right after August yeah. 8th, when the governor declared the emergency um, into a, a motel in Malden, and Bread of Life was not in involved. But then immediately we were called by another state agency yep. to help these families in Chelsea. And now we're working with housing families to provide food for their shelter in Woburn. Yeah. Again, mainly Haitian families. And, and you're right, you know, I was thinking about this, you know, the uh, you know, regardless of points of view, we all know that there's a problem with the immigration system. Yeah. Sure. We can't fix it right now. Bread of Life cannot fix it. The city of Malden cannot fix right. it. So we're having the emergency compassionate response for the people, you know, because yeah. I think some people misunderstand it and think why, <clears throat> why are these people getting special assistance? You know, they've been through a lot already to get to this point. Yeah. Um, so these are these are people that are being assisted by government agencies at every you know point yeah. have been processed into the country and we're doing an emergency response. Just you know, this morning, our uh, police chief was there with our school superintendent, mm. uh, just the big issue. seeing how they can help. Yeah, get them in school. Yeah. and we have uh, officers that speak Creole, Great. so they were on the scene as well. Yeah. So that's what uh, has been reassuring. Because they're always challenging times, but sure. you know, when push comes to shove, I, I feel like, and I'm told this from outside the city that they feel like Malden always rallies. I'm happy with, with the police chief. Uh, chief Cronin calls me about different things. I'm like, that's what we want. Right, you know, right. We're right. here. Right. Let's let's get on it. Right. Yeah. So that's been the greatest feeling. I mean, during COVID. Yeah, that's another thing, yeah. yeah people came together to help. Right. When uh, I was out canvassing the other day, someone said, uh, I remember you. I said, oh, boy, <laughs> what is, what's, what is, coming? Yeah, what's coming? <laughs> and she said, I just want to let you know I appreciated you delivering me a COVID test kit back oh, in 2020. Wow, wow. Yeah, see? You don't yeah. think anything of it right. because that's what we do. You know, when there's a right. time, we're going to all come together to help. But this person remembered it, thought of it. Well, that's it. I mean, that's meeting people at the need. Again, we were speaking, that's, that's what Tom did. Yeah. You know, he met people where they were at and didn't ask questions, and Bread of Life never asked questions, and, 
and you can have your political differences, and we're not going to solve it, but there's children that need help, yep. mm -hmm. you know, so mm -hmm. let's help them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Figure out the other, you know, people smarter than me can figure out the other stuff. Yeah, but yeah exactly. you know what else Tom reminded me, too? He exposed me to a lot of people yeah. that otherwise I may have never met. Mm. Case in point, one of the people I did meet back in 2007 or 8, I was just on the phone with him this week, helping him through an issue that occurred at his home. If that connection wasn't made back in 2008, oh, wow. we're not sure what would have happened. Ah. But he called me because of our relationship that Tom cultivated while we were together on Bread of Life. Mm. That's right. So never underestimate the, just one small act of kindness and the that's ripple right. effect yeah. Yeah, yeah, it has. Right. Tom has you know, stories that we'll never hear about there right. yeah. from his ripple effect. Yes. Um, so we're, we're excited about this. You're lucky we're not running this oh, year, Oh, you don't have Mr. to tell me that. <laughs> All right? You don't have to tell me. All right? Every day I give my... <laughs> run out. Yeah. No, oh, I, um, but the, the walk is, is just a week from this Sunday, October 1st, hoping for good weather, but yeah. uh, nevertheless we'll be out there. And that is the entrance to the... To the yes, banks, you'll be. Right? We won't. So we won't start up in the in the pavilion area inside. We'll start down on Main Street. Yeah, so you'll well. see our tent, and yeah, you, Gary's there every year. So he'll. You, yeah. you remember where we are, and hopefully we won't have any rain this year. Doesn't matter, like Mike said, <laughs> it we'll be there. Rain, rain or shine. shine, we did it when we ran. So remember? many years. That's oh right. my gosh. Oh yeah. 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 Well, you guys can run. So bring your. Oh gear. no no no, <laughs> no 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 no. <laughs> I uh, so the IA race was the other day. We Don't both did it. Oh, good for you. I mistakenly. He did the 5K and I and I, it was a bad move. I took the 10K and it oh. was the heat came back for that weekend. Yeah. It was wow. I was happy because he would have beat me otherwise. Wow! Yeah, I don't know about that. So it was brutal. It I was, was like, why do yeah. I just I have wow. a big mouth and an ego and it always gets me in, <laughs> always gets me almost collapsed on the course. <laughs> Yes, the opposite of Tom. No humility. Okay, we're uh, going to have ice cream at the walks. If you're exhausted, oh. you get, as a pizza and ice cream. We'll, ice we'll get cream. you all cooled down. Which was widely known was Tom's favorite food, correct? Yeah, yes, yes, yep. Um, yep. What kind, Gabby? What was his favorite? Black raspberry. Black Is that right? It turns out to be a New England thing. I don't know why, but yeah. we, we saw this article that Laura Sparks sent to us, and it's Apparently, some New English. Well, you know, New England New Englanders eat more ice cream per capita than any part of the ice cream of the country, is that which right? is yeah. very That's interesting. Factual. Yes. Maybe it's Guilty. Vermont, the cream. I, I don't know, I am but uh, but yeah, apparently some uh, family ice cream shops took up with this flavor, and it became like a generational thing, and that was Tom's. Not only the flavor, but of course it's purple. Yeah, <laughs> his, right. His right. favorite color. Right. <laughs> so yeah. we, but I don't know if we're gonna have. I don't know if our guy is going to have uh, black raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> Might just be vanilla chocolate strawberry, but still he'd oh, be happy. Yeah, for sure. He used to pass out the ice cream as if it would be a really hot day right. to the guests waiting in line. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was notorious yeah. for You mentioned um, uh, what he does with the after any holiday, especially Halloween, he goes and gets the candy. Oh, my gosh, right? yeah. He buys it on sale. And then just individualize it, wraps it, passing it out. Halloween, Always, Valentine's, right? Christmas. Oh yeah. Even just yeah. meetings. Show up to meetings and. I never have was treats. at a meeting where he didn't bring food or something. Usually food, and he wasn't doing something with his hands, making something. Yeah. 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 He will be missed for sure. For he sure. is missed. Not forgotten. Um, Gary, you spoke at the, the the celebration of life, which was. Very well done. It was just so I was there and saw our family and 
friends and uh, and his good friend Philip just spoke mm. so eloquently with some stories up there. It was just it was just I and that's for anybody's viewing. You can go check the UMA YouTube uh, page or go to YouTube and just plug in Tom Fagley's Celebration of Life that was done earlier this year, I believe in June. And we have uh, former uh, direct executive director of, of Uma. what used to be Malden Access, then became UMA. Ron Cox is working on a, another project that's going to honor Tom, so that you're going to be a part of. Uh, Gary, I'm sure, has he reached out to you yet? Yes. Um, so uh, I'm still waiting for yeah. a call, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Ron. Ron. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, I got a clip there for you. You can at your disposal. Um, mm. No, so that's, that's, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but what impressed me though is just how well attended that celebration yeah. of life was. Oh my we goodness, almost, what a... We almost had to open up the second cafeteria. I mean, that was packed. What a tribute. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that school has, you know, 1,600 students. Yeah, so you can imagine. that was great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you just looked around. For me, I'm looking around the room and I didn't know so many people, mm -hmm. but you just knew, mm -hmm. wow, mm -hmm. Tom touched this person's yep. life. You know, yep. you could just see it in their faces, Yeah. you know? Yep. And, um, yeah, and there were some dinner guests there, and there were also sure. some people yep. from like the wider peacemaking yep. uh, movement because Tom was a peace activist. That's right. Um, Elected yeah. officials, dignitaries. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a wonderful testament to, to, to his life. Um, so this is, this is good stuff. Again, two weeks is the big, we can't forget about the, the comedy night though too, right? Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, I'm which looking forward to it. Which is three days before the, the walk. Um, January 28th, which is, is it January 28th? <laughs> <laughs> Already January. January. I, re I read the January. <laughs> Goodness gracious. September 28th, which is three days before the walk, a Thursday night up at Giggles Comedy, uh, Prince Pizza. Right? And it's Artie Januario, The Pharmacist, Tony V, Johnny Pizzi, um, Pizza Comedy Raffles, uh, $40 ahead, includes pizza and show. Go to the website, pick up your tickets, and then, uh, you know, load up on those carbs and, and for the walk, right? Yeah. Three days later. And then we have the fundraiser at Winchester Savings in um, October. Check that out. Yeah. And we were mentioning um, Thanksgiving. Yep. And I guess our building's not built yet. We're, we're going to be done in February. The, con the general contractor still says that's the date. By the end of February, it will be done. And then yep. we're, we're going to figure out, you know, the opening, the grand opening will be sometime after that. It will be March, it will be April. It depends on a lot of factors of everything getting yep. permitted for occupancy. And hopefully our contract has been very much in touch with the, the building inspector, the fire department. It's going well. Because they right? don't want to do, oh, yeah. yeah. It's going <laughs> very, very well. Yeah. Just and go and take a look. I mean, this, the inside, uh, things are great. Um, yeah, don't worry about the interim. The high school is yours. Yeah, so we'll, yeah. I will, I'll be contacting Ed, Ed you about that. Ed already called me about Christmas dinner. I just spoke who, with him this who week. Who just Ed did? did? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Ed Weiner and yeah. the Temple, oh, the yeah. Jewish uh, volunteers sure. do Christmas. Of course, yeah. And um, yep, they're ready to last go. year I wasn't even here. He says, we don't need you. We got <laughs> I already talked with everybody. <laughs> so, okay, we'll work on Thanksgiving. Because yeah, we do like 1,200 meals at you oh, know, Thanksgiving goodness. and then at right? Christmas yeah. and we deliver to the senior citizens. Right. Motels and... Uh, somewhat, somewhat, but somewhat. it's mainly all the these clients of Mystic Valley Elder Services. Right. It's like uh, several hundred for that. 
and that's where Gary's been involved. Yep. And oh, we have so many people come down. Actually, yeah. there's a motorcycle club that comes down and delivers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were talking about that. Yeah. The bikers come. Then <laughs> um, you have uh, Maria Luis and Council yeah. Spada Ford doing the uh, deliveries. Doing All right. They deliveries. took over for Gene Pinkham. All, All right. right. So All we're right. going to pick up this west. whole thing from, yeah. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. So they're on board, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. It's on tape, you guys. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> That's why they're on board. Because they <laughs> All right, that's a, that's a relief. Yeah. Oh, oh, and I just wanted to mention, of course, the opening. So Tom's family, when they were clearing out his condo, they um, they were they took many of his paintings, but there were so many. They said we've taken all that our families are going to be able to put on the walls, and they donated ninety something like ninety paintings to oh, uh, my Bread goodness. of Light. Oh. Really? So they're in storage oh, right now in an empty office space that, that um, someone is letting us uh, store them in. And we're working with Lisa Sears at Gallery 57, yep. and she's agreed to curate it. Oh my goodness. And to, you know, price them, and we're, we're gonna have an art show, okay. and then sell them. People will look at them, and if they want it, they could buy it or walk out with it. Oh my God, and I'm I glad think, you remembered that. That yeah. is wonderful yeah. news. 90, so of course, we haven't seen them. We're gonna, at some point, probably in November, we're gonna walk over to the storage facility and, and take a look, at, and, and probably get, um, take pictures too, so we, should, we could put them online. And then even if we can't display them all, because 90's a lot, uh, we could have them online and people can look at them and say, oh yeah, I'm interested in that. That's great. So um, that'll Wonderful. be, because Tom, like many, many artists, you know, he wanted to sell paintings and jewelry, but that's a whole other task. Right. Yeah. Most artists are creating, they're not salespeople. That's right. So, but that's what he had wanted to do was to sell them and have the Bread of Life get the proceeds, so. Gabby, let's look at happened? one for City Hall. We just started putting up in local your office or artwork where or would uh, it? one of the hallways. We just started. That, that. would be great. Yeah. We were saying, where else? Because what if the building, you know, we were thinking how, because we're not going to be able to hang stuff at City Hall, uh, the building, because it's not going to be permanent. We'll probably put things on tables. So, yeah, maybe yeah, we could do You're buy doing one a display for City Tell Hall. We're starting. What this, yeah. yeah, we just started putting up um, artwork from local artists. So depending on the floor, you know, we can maybe do that. You know, it was a good place to probably do, and if you wanted to do the exhibit, uh, would be 350 Main yeah, Street. Yeah, yeah, John Priado's yeah. place. Yeah. That's such a wonderful exhibit sure that is. they do with the Malden sketch. As a matter of fact, I think that's like this, uh, the opening I think is Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to pop in on that. So the Malden sketch group, they have a beautiful art show at yeah. 350 Main Street, uh, Mr. Priado's building, and that's this, this sat this Friday, I think six to nine or something. So but that come would down. Be a way to but honor yeah, Tom at great. City Hall. Oh, is to permanently have it. Oh. Uh, oh. Gary, you oh, know, someone had said because they've seen the art in your office, which I have too, yeah. in your lobby and From entryway. Yeah. And um, so I want to say that would be wonderful. Okay, let's talk. But further. I'll talk with uh, Patty Kelly. She's you know coordinating that. Our okay. development director. And, and yeah. she's been great. Oh yeah. yeah. We've, we've just been blessed with her. She loves doing the outreach, and of course, she's very big with the chamber and Malden High School because oh, yeah. she oh, yeah. goes way back in Malden, so she knows everybody. 
That's yeah, great. Great addition. Yeah. That's fantastic news. See, we break news here on the 02148. <laughs> um, it's funny because I think, you know, Tom didn't lead with that, you know, that he was an artist and here's all my paintings right. like a lot of people do. There's his humility no. once again. So I think maybe some folks out there are surprised that he was an artist. And, and he's a, a good artist. And very, yeah. Someone said to me, well, what's the quality? And I have, I have some in the office that the family had told me to just take when we were cleaning out. And I, I picked one up, and I said, look at this. And it reminds me of, there's a, you know, Andrew Wyeth's father, N.C. Wyeth, was an illustrator. Oh. I don't know if you've seen any of his work. I'm like, look at this. Doesn't this look like a Wyeth? To me, it does. And I mentioned that to Lisa. No, he was very good. He, he was, was trained. Oh and he, he actually had, had a dream. I don't know. He went to Belize and said, of going to Paris. <laughs> He, you know, live on the Rive Gauche, you know, be a painter, wear the beret. He did wear the beret. You. That's right. You wore the beret. <laughs> I wore the beret. Just for That's the, on show. No, but That's when on. I met him, oh. I'm going to tell you a funny story oh, if great. I have a minute. When I first came here, I was working at, at Harvard, you know, and I, I moved to, to Malden to go to St. Paul's to work at the Bread of Life, you know. And I was dressed like Cambridge style. I guess I had like these tweed skirts and I had a black beret. Someone drove by me on Florence Street in, in Florence and Maine and yelled out the window from their pickup truck. And this is like 1985, go back to Cambridge. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? I, I, I had no idea, you know, yo, yeah, I must say, oh boy, I better change my ways. <laughs> but I had this black beret and when I met Tom at St. Paul's, he's wearing the beret. So I'm like, well, at least someone <laughs> I hey, can relate to something. Speaking of Florence and Maine, remember yeah. that place? Oh, Downstairs, oh the my cellar gosh, yeah. Oh. How far we're about to come, right? That's where our offices were, 511, 509, yeah, oh yeah. 507. Yeah. And people could see our line. Now people don't see our line because we're in a discreet place, which right. is good. They see the one for the Mystic, the YMCA. Right. And we don't have our people on display, which I'm very happy about. I yeah. mean, there's nothing that you could do when you have a location like that. They that's what ends up happening. how you ran that out of there. It was a postage stamp. It yeah. was <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. 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 Those were the days. <laughs> We've well, come a long way, baby. <laughs> I can't believe uh, that this hour is coming to a close. We're down to a, a couple of minutes. I okay. can't thank you guys enough. It's been such a treat. To always have you on as well, you too, uh, Mr. Mayor, um, and especially on this uh, special occasion where we're going to honor Tom's memory with the walk. Um, a closing word from you, Gary, about Tom or the Bread of Life, and I'll let Gabby close us up. I just want to thank Tom for the impact he's had on me and the city of Malden. There is no mm -hmm. doubt in my mind we wouldn't be where we are today without his influence. So to his family, thank you for sharing him with us mm. all these years. I know we're a better city as a result. Well said. Thank you, Gary. Thank and you. of course, I'd Gabriella. Thank you for, for doing this show in his honor. And uh, as I said at the, his celebration, it was uh, truly a privilege to be uh, on the pilgrimage with him for the amount of time that I was for some decades. Thank it's you. Privilege. Thank, thank you so much, both of you, for coming on tonight. Um, folks, that's our show. I hope you enjoyed it. You know, I end uh, a sh the show with a quote, and uh, this, this show, I'm going to end it with, if you don't know it, Gabriella does a reflection every month in their newsletter, and she used a quote, which I believe is unattributed. If you don't mind, I'd like to read it. Kind of personified who Tom was. It says, a person's most useful asset 
is not the head full of knowledge, but a heart full of love, an ear ready to listen, and a hand willing to help. And that certainly was Tom. God bless you, Malden. We'll see you next time. And remember, in the mortal words of Tom Fagley, eat ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>